Progroup Racing. Show us your tips, Daggy and Beaver, with you for a weekend preview on the back of a few winners in the wet yesterday. Uh, just building a nice little bank for a good Saturday of racing. Uh, the Bletchingley Stakes meeting at Caulfield and what looks a pretty good card at Randwick if the rain doesn't have too much to do with it, Beaver. Uh, any, any early thoughts on the weekend ahead? Yeah, a bit worried about the rain here in Sydney, mate. Um, I think you might see uh, a fair few scratchings. So um, we'll do our tips based on uh, what we've got in front of us at the moment. But, uh, yeah, the rain could play um, a further part in the number of runners in the field. And uh, Caulfield, let's hope the track uh, improves a little there, but uh, they're getting a bit of wet weather down there as well. Yeah, so currently a soft track, a bit of drizzle around on Saturday, I believe. Uh, rail moves into the six metre mark you probably don't want to be too far from the pace I'd suggest uh, throughout the afternoon uh, we kick off at Caulfield with the 1200 metre for the two year olds uh, some of these uh, young races look pretty good um, and uh, one of the stories today Peter Moody keeps rolling out more and more of these of his new army and um, I think he's got chances all through the card here but we start as I said with the two year olds Beaver and anything you want to start the day with yeah, uh, interesting little affair, the first one. Pretty open one with uh, half a dozen or so uh, reasonable chances. A lot of horses coming off uh, <laughs> a, a, a win. So um, that's all in good stead for this. I'm going to stick with Thronbone. Um, it's won its last two runs and both have been really impressive. Uh, keeps finding the line. Looks like a horse that knows how to win. Um, just off that basis, uh I think it can run really well. I think it's drawn well enough here in the eight, so it'll push forward and um, maybe sit just behind the lead and so it might be hard to hold out. I uh, I, I think the the race brigade are the ones to look for. Uh, so, But I've actually gone with River, River Ribble, who uh, was a nice resumption riding the pace there and running away from, I guess, not sure how strong that field was, but looked impressive getting through the soft there. Uh, similar run here. I like, the, I like what it's brought to the table, this prep. Uh, from Thronbone, who you've mentioned, uh, and nothing the market isn't suggesting, but um, both really nice wins and tough both times. So I think they're the two obvious in the first, uh, but I, I think it's a, a good little race. The second is for the is the gold ingot for the two-year-olds over the 1,400 metres. Well, I'm keen on a couple here. Um, Boogie Dancer was very good last start getting through the... The heavy at uh, at Sandown comes here off that. Did have a nice run there, but comes here, and I don't think this is a deeper race by any means. Uh, sets up really well. Great run. Comes home to Caulfield, and all looks uh, looks all systems go with Jamie Carr on. Uh, I thought the danger was the resuming Berkeley Square. Um, I think we had a feel for it that day at one at Geelong at a bit of a price uh, a while back, and it just chimed in and ran away on the, on the wet deck there and looked pretty impressive. Uh, inside gate here and a bit of a claim, I think, are all good signs and you're getting a double-figure price, uh, not double-figure price, an each-way price, nearly a double-figure price. I think they're the two, and um, I think I'm pretty confident in those two. What have you made of this? Yeah, I thought Boogie Dancer was uh, outstanding last run at uh, Sandown. Uh, just sat behind the pace and when produced, uh, let down nicely uh, going away from him. Um, certainly the track conditions uh, look to suit and... Gate five is probably a perfect draw here. It'll just be in the running line and um, can let go when it wants. Beauty. Uh, race three is a 1,400-metre benchmark 70. 
Uh, so midweek fair here on a Saturday. Uh, tricky race, Beaver. How do you line them up? We we know a lot of these from our Sandown for shows. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to stick with. I tipped it last start. Unusual culture. I'm going to stick with it uh, from the Mayus to Stable. I think um, its last start run was pretty good. Had to do all the hard work outside of uh, Chain of Lightning, which I think has got a fair bit of talent. Um, and didn't shirk the task. I think the step up to 1400 will suit. I think that run under its belt um, in Australia will suit. And uh, I think it can run um, a lot better here. So I think at the 550 mark, uh, pretty keen. I agree. Uh, sat outside lead there, as you said. And um, I think the the winner has a bit of talent. I think hopefully the gate from the gate pushes forward with Linda Meach and doesn't get stuck outside lead again. Uh, but it uh, will be better for the run. And meets a, a much easier field here. Thought the main danger was Manush, who uh, has a Saturday Crawford wins or its name, and it was a pretty good return there. Gets Ollie now, uh, and a nice gate to just flow into this game. And they're clearly the two again, and um, happy to to play the race that way. Race four, twenty four hundred meter for the three year olds. Another one of these three year old staying races we uh, we love delving into. Uh, I I went. Looking for the lead-up run, which was the uh, Calm Sir race, even though it had the blowout winner there. Um, the two obvious runners from it, Shadowhawk just was blocked at the key stage there and um, probably should have been the finish. Now, knew it goes off for Daniel Moron. Inside Gate has had the 2,500-metre lead-up and I think will run well again here. And uh, Forest Island was just nabbed on the line um, after a nice run there, a bit of a claim in the... Soft isn't a bad thing either. I'm um, just going away from the the Duke's of, Duke of Hastings race, uh, for better or worse. But uh, what have you made of this one? Yeah, I I went for Forest Diamond. Um, I think the the claim really helps here. Um, so it gets in here. It carried fifty six and a half last start, so it gets in here with fifty three and a half. So it drops three kilos here. Um, and Calm Sir, who just beat it, goes up three. So it's got a six kilo turnaround from on Calm Sir, which I think um, sets up quite nicely for it. Um, and a couple of kilos on Shadow Hawk. I had it between Forest Diamond and Shadow Hawk, but I just thought Forest Diamond um, on top. Cool. We both saw it the same way. Uh, the other staying race is the Open Handicap, again over the 24. Uh, where am I here? So I lose my page there it is um i thought i was really clever here in finding no effort who gets out to the 2400 meters for the first time but gets no pressure and uh, rolls along up on the lead uh and then i went to the market and it was favorite so um not as enthused about the price but i do think it's here to run very well uh, and i had the danger is um actually won at double at big price here was 27 dollars uh well seasoned now is wt uh had a run over the jumps last time but comes here and I don't think this is necessarily strong staying race. And um, if we get a rain-affected track, uh, may well shock at a price. But um, we're just looking outside the box there. Something a bit wider in a race uh, that the rest doesn't overly enthuse me. Uh, what do you make of this? Yeah, look, um, I was a bit concerned about no effort stepping up the f extra 400 metres. Yeah. It it led him a merry dance last start and a couple of decent chases, but it folded um, 
in the last 50 to 100 there just concerns me there if it doesn't settle uh, running the extra 400 with 58 on its back um yeah at three dollars i just wouldn't i'm just not keen to play um in that yeah um, when so i did I've the gone, form i thought it'd be eight bucks and it'd be a nice each way you know what i mean like a nice yeah it's not a it's not a strong race having said that yeah um so you know there there are only limited number of wins i'm going to stick with farago i know it's coming sort of from midweek uh, company into this but look it's been ultra consistent we know it's going to get the 2400 the horse has been racing against uh here for a good time goes okay um and prior to that had a couple of nice wins on the provincial so stepping up nicely It'll stay all day. Uh, gets Oliver um, on board, which I think is is a good um, a good a good line. And for that reason, around the ten dollar mark, I think it's a nice bet. Yeah, fantastic, cool. Um, race six, the twelve hundred meters kicks off the quaddy for the three year old boys. Uh, what have you done here? Good little race. Very good little race here. Um, Four horses right in the market here, and then everything else is 15s plus, but still, you know, some of those have got a, a good outside chance. I stuck with Biscara. Um, I tipped it last start before it was scratched. I really liked its first up run behind passive aggressive. I think um, this suits as well. Uh, second up here over the 1200, gate four is perfect. And I think it sets up quite nicely here um, with Newitt on board. So I'm going to tip Pascara on top. Lovely. Uh, I found the same horse for all those reasons. Uh, strong lead up, uh, talented horse, I think. So uh, you've covered it off quite well. Main danger for me is Cooled, who uh, has been going well all prep, knocked off a good one last time. Track and distance out to 1,200 now. Any cut of the ground helps. Um, but I think, again, they're the main two that I'll be looking to play. Scared of the two resuming moody runners, who um, obviously is prepping his assault on spring here and just resuming a couple of nice you know, ones uh, pounding, especially who was saved from, from Wednesday to come here. But um, I do think Pascara is a nice play here. The two-year-old fillies, one of the features on the day. Uh, they're two, they're three now, aren't they? Anyway, three-year-old fillies version, 1,200 metres. Uh, again, a good little race. Again, uh, I'm all moodied up. I, th- I thought Chain of Lightning was pretty good last time. Gets a gate here to roll across and get a similar setup. And um, with Blake on board, I think it gets the same run. Not a ton of pace underneath it. Uh, so at the price especially, I was happy to play. And I thought the, the main danger was a stablemate, Sai, who should have won last time. Just got completely chopped out and um, picked itself up okay. But... Uh, one of the ugliest nights you'll see when it should have been right in the finish. And uh, happy to back them both. Not sold on the price of Snapped. And uh, obviously she's all classes in the race. But, um, yeah, going with the Moody Army here. Yourself? Yeah, I've gone exactly the same way. Uh, and bred it very similar to you. I loved the way Chain of Lightning won last start. Um, and I still think it had plenty in the tank. Mm. Um, it'll burn across here. Uh Slightly up in weight, but I don't see that as too much of a problem. So uh, should jump on the bunny run and hopefully get a fairly nice run out in front. And you're right, Cy was murdered last start. Um, McDougal has jumped off and, and stayed with the, the chain of lightning, which is a good pointer. But I think he can run another nice race. And as you said, around the $8 mark, 
you could save on that. Lovely. The feature, the Bletchingly Stakes of Group 3 up for the 1,200 metres. Uh, I have a concern about the lead-up because just how, how close um, William Thomas got in the finish of that race, uh, flashing down the outside. That said, Maliva won it uh, and won it pretty comfortably in the end. Um, I'm sticking with her. Uh, I know she's a f- very much a fresh horse, but second up here, similar setup. Uh, Daniel Moore riding quite well since his return. Uh, so with it, I think if there's a danger, it's a Sydney horse, Maria Mia coming down. Uh, completely different form. Chase Taxu last time out, back in distance. Jamie Carr, uh, a nice blending run if we're able to run on. Just have a... Yeah, I'm just not sure about what that last race actually meant. So winner only for me out of that. And then Sydney form Beaver. Yeah, I've gone for the Sydney horses too, but I've gone for King of Sparta. Yeah. Uh, I think he can run well. Uh, went up to Brisbane and ran uh, nicely enough in a, in a group three up there. Uh, then went and trialled again at Hawkesbury. Uh, it was a really nice trial. Like the way it, it ran in that trial. Gate one, slight concern, but it, it should be able to, if you can get a run at the right time here, um, it, it'll sprint pretty quickly. And um, yeah, Miramia, I also had as the main danger from the Pride Stable coming down from Sydney as well. I think he can run well. It's King of Sparta on top for me. So you're done with Oxy Road now? Yeah, got to see something. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let it go. Yeah, no, same. Same, I agree with that. And um, we wrap up with a benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres. Uh not quite sure here. This tricky race here. I've ended up with lucky decision on top. Uh, again, another moody runner coming to Caulfield, but um, was in some good stuff last prep and did some good stuff. Uh, wide gate, I'm hoping pushes forward from there. Uh, might be setting up for one of these middle distance sort of uh, features throughout the early spring. Uh, but sticking with it um, to run well in each way price, but I, I struggled away from that, to be honest with you. Not a lot else I can really get enthused about. Um, maybe even Aguilette coming here from Adelaide, getting Oliver uh, at a big price can um, can jag something here, but not entirely sure, Beaver. Yeah. Yeah. Look, same, same. Probably the toughest race on the day. Uh, pretty wide open field, and fives the field is probably a sign of that. Um, I've settled on one down in the weights here to shock. Uh, it's got the fifth, number 20, uh, got 58 and gets a three kilo claim for Stanley. Um, it's one three from 12 and it gets presented third up here after two fourths. Um, both okay runs uh, behind okay horses, not far off the winners. Um, gets gets the 1400 meters here f- from last start, drawn in the three gate. Um, at almost double-figure odds, I think uh, that's probably my play in the last. Awesome. Do you want to have a crack at the Caulfield Quaddy? Yeah, Caulfield Quaddy, hey? Um, pretty pretty open uh, Quaddy, if you can pull it. I'm going to take on no effort. So in my first... Oh, that's not the first leg. Um, in the first leg, I'm going to go number two, Pescaro. Number three, Cooled. Number four, attractable, and number six, pounding. In the second leg, I'm going to go number two, chain of lightning, number six, psi, and number 14, forbidden city. Yep. 
in the third leg, I'm going to go number one, Streets of Avalon. Number seven, King of Sparta. Number eight, Maliva. And number 10, Miramia. And coming home, I'm going to go number, where was it? Number two, Mr. Exclusive. Number four, Lucky Decision. Number six, Polanco. Number 12, Sir Positano. And number 20, Here to Shock. Awesome. For progroupracing.com.au, check them out. For all the happenings going around the racing world, your best and value at Caulfield. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race two, number eight, Boogie Dancer. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race five, number nine, Farago. Awesome. I'm, I'm with Boogie Dancer as a best as well. Uh, it looks like we're both <laughs> we're in with the Moody Camp at Caulfield tomorrow. But uh, I didn't tip either of my value. I struggled for a real value bet, but I didn't tip either on top. I think both Berkeley Square in the same race and uh, WUT in the Stain Contest can perhaps jag you at least a place at a nice price. Uh, and a tricky tricky one for some extreme value. Uh, we head to Roundwick. Rail, tear, rail goes out to the 10-metre mark, I believe. Uh, 12 metres from the 1,000 to the winning post, 10 the remainder, if I've got that right. Uh, heavy 10, it's, uh, I'm thinking outside fence by the end of the day, if not earlier. Uh, as soon as one gets out there and comes down the outside fence, I think that's where they'll, they'll all be, which makes it tricky to predict at times, but uh, we'll, we'll look at the fields we've got in front of us and see how we go. Kicking off for the two-year-olds again over the 1,200 metres, uh, where I really like the win of Contemporary uh, last start in on the soft track at, at Kensington. Chimed in, ran away, and, and really owned that field. Before that, was okay. Off the rails on a rails day at Can- uh, Canterbury. Uh, I think runs well here for Huey. And out of the same race, uh, Mutafik uh, just had... It was just a non-event, never got going, struck back, never hit the... once When it did try, try to pick up, it got... Stuck behind a wall of horses, uh, went back, trialed and bolted in, and it's sixteen bucks. I think it, it can run better than that here. Beyond that, the rest of the market, I agree with Stonecoat and uh, uh, True Crime next in line. Um, how do you see the first at Randwick? Yeah, I kind of said the same way as you. I really liked Contemporary's win last start. Thought it was pretty good. Now broken through Maiden, um, Brandon. Uh, I think that could have been the key, and I expect it to go on with it here. Awesome. The highway over the mile is race two. Have you dipped the toe in? I I had a quick look at it. Um, I did come up with Running Bear, who um, ran a very nice second last start behind I've Been Trying and who's going great guns. I thought that was a pretty good run Mm. for this, and this is probably a weaker highway than uh, you're going to find. So I thought uh, with the one-and-a-half kilo claim here from the three-gate could run well. And I had the main danger as Lawyer's Delight, paying $14. So um, if you're looking for a bit of value, that might be a play there. Race three is the midway uh, over the mile again, a benchmark 72. I think I think the lead-up's the right race, uh, but the best runs from it are all drawn inside now, which is a bit of a concern. Uh, Dr. Evil covered a heap of ground 
Uh, now as gate one in the heavy, I'm not entirely sure that suits. Uh, Montefelicity was a big price, but did uh, did reel him in pretty well. Um, so I think might go on top for me here uh, from Cruel Summer, who was in that same finish. I struggled to find too much away from that race. So that was why I've gone here. Uh, did you see this any differently? I went for Mon Felicity as well. Um, I thought it was pretty impressive yeah. um, last start. And first up, I know it was big odds, but, but maybe they just missed it. Um, $7.50 into this time, but over, you know, it was over 1600. So I was staying at the 1600 here second up, which I think is a good, good, good ploy. But if you go back last prep, um, some good races over, you know, sort of that mile and a quarter, mile and a half kind of distances um, and finishes off quite nicely. So I think he can run well again in a fairly similar field. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you said so. Race four is the July sprint, uh, the 1100 metres here, where I am. Um, I was taken by the jockey changer and the favourite. Easy single uh, goes Ellen Hensley, Ellen Hensley to William Pike. Uh, and I don't think there's a lot here. I think the main dangers aren't going any good. Uh, rocketing by is barely a horse. Prime candidate, uh, yeah, didn't have a great deal of luck at Grafton. Enchanted Heart hasn't looked like getting to the bend the last couple. Uh, so it was pretty easy for me to find easy single here. Um, and I've probably said enough, Peter. Yeah, I, th- I think that's right. You know, uh, pr- may have been slightly disappointing last start, but it, it carried 58. Um, and a half kilos there, and the leader just let him yeah, a merry dance, yeah. a jog trot there. Um, so it really didn't have a have much of a chance. So you're right, it gets Willie Pike here, got 52 and a half on his back, drawn gate three. Uh, if it's going to win a race, this will be it because none of these horses have won a race in their last five or six starts. No, uh, that's right. And that conscript race that was a that was over before they jumped. Um, yes. And, and we'll get to it later as well, actually. But, uh, and the market suggested that. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the 2,400-metre benchmark 78 comes up next on the card. Uh, what have you done here? Mate, interesting race. I just – I was inclined to go away from the Milky Bar Kid at yeah. $2.25. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went for Yig Drazzle. Um, it just kept plugging away nicely. It had a really good run last start, and – it looked to have the racing control a long way out and just kept, uh, it was a great ride by Pike and just set it up and, and it chased nicely. Um, it's fit, it's hard and fit, it'll handle the, the heavy conditions. And Milky Bar Kid, um, stepping up now to weekend company, so it's, it's won, a, it won a Wyoming Maiden fairly comfortably. One, it's Ranwick race and beat Stepley by four lengths. And Stepley ran um, yesterday and was six lengths behind. Um, yeah, the Timpanist. Yeah, Timp, uh, was it Timpanist? No, 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 it was the other one. It was the race before um, Chateau Park. Chateau Park, yeah. Um, so it was, and then it was a two-horse race, racing Naval Warfare, which you'd beat. Um, so, like, it's just, it's a really hard line to get on it, on its form. Um, so I'm willing to go for your Drazzle, which I think is tried and tested, and 750, I'm willing to play that to find out. Worst thing that happened to Milky Bar Kid was that two-horse race, because I have no interest in being involved with it at all here. Um, mm. So I won't be. Uh, and I agree with you. Your Drazzle got through the wet fantastic last time, really powered through the line, and um, gets the same setup. And Willie Pike, on cards like these, he's 
tends to not have any doubt, any um, lack of confidence. If the outside fence is the way to go, he's going to go there. Uh, so I'm happy with that. And, um, yeah, I think he's clearly on top. Um, from the the one that ran second to it, Ocean Flash last time, and Maricopa's going right and does get through the wet pretty well. But I think this is a great bet at 7 bucks. Race 6, I don't know if there's a great bet here, is the 1,500-metre, 72. Uh, yeah, what do you make of this? Yeah, again, a few horses in here that you couldn't you couldn't possibly back. Um, I I had to stick with Kalina. Uh, they put money on it last start, had the right run, and beat Timpanis pretty comfortably. Timpanis come out and franked that form yesterday, winning uh, very comfortably. Um, and again, it just looks the one to beat here. If you go try and look away from it, uh, the only thing that I thought was a any chance of beating it was Deep Romance, which was good last start, but that was more in a, a midway-type race. So uh, Kalino, James McDonald, Waller, looks perfect combination here, looks perfect setup, and looks set to win. Yeah, that looked like a barrier trial Kalino last time, so uh, not much to add here. Uh, Deep Romance looked like it really ploughed through that wet track at Rose Hill. Uh, now it's to come to Ram, it could do the same. But um, yeah, Kalino clearly on top. And um, you know, the two that go in the end of the early quarter will be the one and the four for me. The late quarter kicks off with a benchmark 88, uh, where Waiahaha Falls just looks to keep getting better and better. Unbeaten in the wet, uh, combined aggregate of what, uh, eight lengths, its last two wins. And there is nothing else here that'll get near it, to be honest with you. Uh, it'd have to lose a leg, uh, to, to not win this race if there had to be a danger oh, either the first up Arctic Thunder who's a little trier and a little swimmer or Grace and Harmony who didn't really come up through the winter but we had an opinion of a couple of preps ago but uh, sixty to me looks like a pretty good bet Beaver Yeah nothing much more to add there mate looks, looks like um, this is all set up for three straight here and winning form's good form this time of year and the only thing that changes is it's got to carry about four kilos extra than last start, but uh, that shouldn't stop it winning this race. No. Uh, the listed winter challenge over the 1,500 metres is up next, where we have the top two in the market, uh, the French Group 1 horse and uh, the All-Star Mile winner, Mugger 2, or top two uh, in the, not so much in the market, in the uh, on the list. But... Um, that's not the way I'm going, Beaver, but I'll give it to you first. I'll let you throw no, no, it. No, no, where you go. JoJo was a man's moral, isn't it? It's just a moral. Oh, How's I, it thought gonna... it, I, I thought it looked hard to beat. Who's going to beat it? The only way is, yeah. is Mugatu's trial hasn't, has had issues since it's come back and hasn't trolled that Well, you great. can't back Mugatu, right? It's and 400 and something days since its last run. That's right. Run. It's, it's broken it's leg first, and barely it's first kept up, up in over trials. 1,500. Yep. Uh, in a heavy track. So I oh know it's one six out of 12 in the soft, but um, geez, it'd have to be special the, to win this. The only danger is if, if this gold trip's a, you know, a Cox Plate horse, which it might be. Yes. Um, and that's it. That That's it for me. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh, it's had, I mean, it's had some good runs in group ones and group twos in France, um, but over much further than this. Um, trials were so good. Trials are fine. Yeah, it's only won one out of ten races. Um, Tried okay at Different. wherever it was, Albury. Probably a nice day out for it going from Longchamp to Albury. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, again, 
Um, not sure this would be its target. Uh, and JoJo's just flying at the moment. Uh, probably should have won last start. Uh, won pretty comfortably the two starts before. Carrying 53 kilos. Heavy track won't bother. Um, yeah, it's, it, you know, whatever beats it will win. Yep. It should, it almost, I would make an argument should be unbeaten this prep, but um, we've, we've made our case. Uh, the 1,200-metre benchmark 78, race 9. Uh, we spoke earlier about Conscript, uh, but I'm going to stick with it. It's um, $3 here. Uh, it will roll straight across here from the uh, the outside gate, which uh, by this stage might well be the place to be. Um, and again, I struggle to find any chases. We know what it's going to bring to the table. Uh, if it handles the track, which it did, la it handled a s not as well, a similar track. It'd probably be the same sort of track if not slightly heavier, last time. Um, I just don't have anything that's going to run it down here. So on yeah. top, and that's it. Yeah, I was the same. I kind of looked away from it because I was sort of like, oh, you know, you've probably got about four favourites in a row here that just look really, really good bets. Um, and I kind of went, oh. Yeah. And then it's just like I can't find anything else that's going to beat this again. A lot of horses here that don't win all that often. Um just my only concern was Ferretti taking it on, um, mm. but maybe Freddy goes pretty hard and Conscript just sits off its back and peels out and um, goes past it and then they've got to run it down. Yep. Yeah, no. Uh, and Ferretti's being outside of it. I guess we'll see. How, yeah, he, he's got an option there. To, he doesn't have to lead, I don't think. That's right. I think so. And we finished the day with a 1,200-metre 78 uh, where, to be honest, by the time we at this stage, I might just start looking towards waiting for the Penrithan Shark to kick off because this is a tricky business. Uh, I end up just finding the two that ran the Quinella here last time, Lady Brook and Sunrise Ruby. Uh, I'll probably stick in that order, but um, I think there, there might be a trick to this race. I just haven't found it. What about yourself? Yeah, I thought the same. I think there's a trick somewhere here. Um, and I was trying to find it, and I went with Lady Banff for Jimmy. Uh, just thought it might be the hold the key here first up. Um, the child okay at Warwick Farm, uh, in soft going, wasn't overly tested, and had some okay form. Uh, last preparation, uh, where it traveled around a bit, went up to the Gold Coast and ran a really close second to Lady of Luxury. Um, really close second at Randwick behind Joviality. Uh, so there were a couple of nice runs and has has raced against some decent horses back in Alia and then even back prior to that. Um, ran second to Eloquently up in Eagle Farm and raced against some good co company and race ran okay. So maybe first up, it could run a bold race uh, if it handles the track. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, I guess I've got to do a quaddy now. Uh, might not be as much value as your one, but we'll go with right, uh, the first leg. Uh, number two, Waihaha Falls. I'll throw f five Grace and Harmony in just for something to do. One Gold Trip and 12 Jojo Was a Man. If you want a roughie, perhaps uh, Monogal can go in, but um, I might leave it out. Into the, the third leg, one conscript, six Ferretti, eight Monty Ditto, and we'll come home with four Lady Brook, five Lady Bamp, 
six Ruby Kisses, and nine Sunrise Ruby. Uh, that'll see us out at Ranwick for progretracing.com.au, your best in value. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race six, number three, Kalino, and my value bet is race five, number seven, Yadrazzle. I'm with you. We'll double down again. I'm with your, uh, your drazzle at, as my value. And uh, we'll make Jojo my best here uh, just to go something different. But I think uh, I agree with you. I think uh, it's hard to beat. I think Waihaha is hard to beat. I think Conscript's hard to beat. And uh, and your one's hard to beat. So uh, if this was a, a good track, it would be an absolute unload job, I think. But we'll see how it's all playing. Uh, I've said that before. But we've, found, we've, got, we've actually navigated the wet tracks of the last month or so pretty well. So good job on that, Beaver. Uh, what about the wet tracks up at Doombin? Yeah, got a few up at Doombin for us. Uh, first one comes up in race three, number eight, toe the line. Uh, one well last start. Second up here, I think you can run well, about the $3.50 mark. Give you a bold sight. Uh, then I've got a bit of my value up in Doombin. Comes up in race five, number nine, Turbart. Uh, about the $10 mark. Uh, mm. Bit each way there. Uh, cool. My next best comes up in race six, number six, Isafar. I think it can now win in a pretty weak affair, uh, fourth up. And my final bet of the day, and probably my best bet up in Brizzy, is race nine, number five, Go Wanji, around the two dollar twenty mark. Yeah, I saw that earlier. The two bucks looks like a good bet to me. Yeah. Just drawn, probably probably getting that because it's carrying 57 and a half, drawn it in gate 13. Mm. Uh, but a lot to depend. It will probably come in with a scratching or two. Um, but, yeah. But it's so, set, it sat, sat last and we rounded up last time, didn't it? Yeah, it rounded up pretty easy last start. So, um, yeah, should be hard to beat. Beautiful. Strike rate is very good up in Queensland. Uh, it always has been Beaver. That's why we call you the King in the North. But uh, good job across the across the Eastern Seaboard for Saturday. Uh, good punning tomorrow, punners. We'll talk next Tuesday for our uh, Wednesday preview. Until then, take care and um, bet up, eh?